We are thank you, 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 thank you. Wow. Way too hilarious on Harmonite Bonnie BS. Sorry, sorry, Trent. No, that's cool. I got the I get the uh, the um the solo shot, right? What's going on? What's going on? But uh right. But uh yeah, guys. Um we discussed this kind of previously, but um just to kind of get it going before we jump into things, this will be our season three, episode eight review and initial review, I guess, of the season overall. So this will be a it'll be a good talking point for everybody. But before we even dive into all this stuff, let's let our guy DP let you guys know where to find us at. Nerdcyclopedia.com, people. Make sure that you go into your favorite website and click it on your favorite social media platforms like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and also on TikTok. Follow us at Nerdcyclopedia. Um, if you're listening to us on the podcast, thank you. Um, listen to us on iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast. Guess what? We're there. If you're watching us on YouTube, congratulations. Thank you. Um, make sure that you are hitting that subscribe button and also hitting that notification button. So anytime that we're on, you know that we're on. If you're watching us on Facebook, uh, follow us on at Carbonate Bonnie BS, a Star Wars group. You're getting all your favorite stuff. And also every time that we post something, you know, you're getting it, um, you're getting it right then and there. All right. Um, make sure that you are um leaving us some feedback too. Nerds at nerdcyclopedia.com. We get we um we love all your feedback and everything. So yeah, just keep it coming, keep it coming. Good stuff, good stuff, and um, yeah, man, where where do we start, right? Where do we start? Oh, so man. so much to really to really unpack, which is why I think that this will run long, which is good, and we'll obviously do a two parter. But um, <laughs> you know, I took some initial notes off the bat as far as the show. That you know, I'll kind of today I'll take the liberty of leading off as far as my initial reaction. Um, and overall, it, it, I I found it a great episode. Um, a couple of the big points were. It, it was very simple, right? It was very basic, I thought. Um, and basic, not in a bad way, but as far as the storytelling, you know, we could have went into who is the spy and we could have delved into different aspects of that. We could have worried about um, somebody riding the mythosaur. We could have worried about a lot of things. That, I mean, it was just basically, you know, your typical happy ending. And there's nothing wrong with them doing, a, you know, a linear story at the end that, you know, left it open, right? Because we talk about this all the time. They left it open for debates. Um, we'll, we'll get into a lot of talking points as far as are certain people dead? Is this happening? Is that happening? But all in all, you know, they left it open, which is cool. Um, some of the action, and, and it'll be our talking point, um, which is very funny. I see that he's hit with that. It was a happy ending. Um, if you know, you know. But, uh you know, one of the big talking points were some of the, the fight scenes and the way people went down. Um, that was, I guess, my only gripe. You know, some it was cool, but, you know, just certain points I was like, eh, they're not that weak. Are you that strong? So we'll get into that. But overall, I thought it was a great finale. Um, they left it open for season four to, to go anywhere, right? We can go back on our adventures. We can follow Mandalore, which seems to now be a thriving planet. So opens up canon as we discussed you know not just head canon but canon now because mandalore seems like the mandalorians are rebuilding so there'll be a force 
you know, beyond episode seven, eight, nine, right? So it's nice to see, nice to see where we're going, but uh, overall happy with, with the season. And um, like I said, it was, it wasn't the greatest episode, but you know, it, it tied everything up and, and left us open for what we see, which is known as season four. Who wants to start? Uh, I know Ken's itching. Ken is itching to go. Yeah. <clears throat> Put me on, coach. So <laughs> this by far is the greatest 41 minutes of television uh-huh. I've ever seen in my life. Wow. Let me just say that, that. That, that's a hot take. Here, hot here's, take. Here's, what, here's what they did. So they brought back all the elements of the original Star Wars <laughs> that I grew up with. All the wash scenes, all the edits. Um, they brought back the, the 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 just everything the, the the atmosphere that I fell in love with. I mean, here we have these folks that are we know they're at the bottom, and now they have to fight back. They have to strike back, and it just it just had everything. This episode had absolutely everything that I love in Star Wars. I also liked that. This episode, I think, what, 24? 24? Yeah. Turn, it, it, it clicked. It, it clicked right into where we ended in 23. It was like the perfect cliff, cliffhanger. Um, so I enjoyed that. Um, I, liked, I liked the fact that we saw some weakness with a lot of our characters. Because that's what we need. We don't. We can't have one person like having all the power. Because that's no good. That's what happens. Moff Gideon, and he was a really lame Kylo Ren, right? Can I just say that? I mean, really lame Kylo Ren. Based on how he went out, I'll, I'll give you that for sure. So, two of my favorite points in this film, I loved. Axe crashing the cruiser, the capital ship, into the base. That was dope. Coming in hot. No, coming in on fire, he was. Not Mm -hmm. just coming in hot. He was coming in on fire. They really needed to do more with that. That would be my my only criticism. The other scene I liked was the Mandalorian's first contact with the uh, commando stormtroopers. That was legit. I mean, that was by far the best scene in this entire uh, season. Not to mention the armorer with hammers. Like, like she don't need no guns. She just forged some hammers and is whacking some shit out of the air. And Bo-Katan leading the whole charge with this. This is the actual dark saber, by the way. This is the one that actually got crushed at the end. <laughs> this, is, this is it. <clears throat> but so much was done so well with this episode. I could tell that the writing was just perfection. They did the, the scripting right. Um, I also liked R5 with the mouse droids, you know, having that little conflict. And being able to still stay on point and task with Din and help his, you know, help his master through that uh, incredible barrage of violence that quite, I've not seen that level of violence in Disney's in, in, in 40 years. I mean, 
Kathleen Kennedy really is letting some uh, some oh my god open here no. with with the uh, realism. You had to, you had to do it. I had to do it. You know why? You, you know why? Because I watched it. I watched Jurassic Park like the the marathon they had on Sci Fi. Kathleen Kennedy was on every single one of those films. <laughs> hey, you mean you Jurassic know? Park or Jurassic World? All of them. She was on all of them. Like so, you're telling me the last one was good? Absolutely. Oh my god. All right. Oh hey. Let's, let's finish up. Finish that's up. A whole different thing. Right. Anyway, this oh episode was the the greatest finale I've ever seen. Watched it four times. I still don't I I still don't can't get enough of it, but Ken, Ken, wait, can I stop you real quick? Can I can I stop you? You're Ken out of Ken. Hey, you're Come telling on. me this finale was better than Luke Skywalker. Oh my god. I'm mm. yeah, this it, this one was pretty good. I mean, even, even, it's the, okay. even, the, even the edit scenes, the the wash scenes at the end were just like the uh, the uh the Lars scenes, Tatooine, a new hope. They did the whole thing with the they brought it all back. I mean they did. <laughs> DP, I what do you think? Did you hate it? You hated it, right? Who me? Yeah, you. <laughs> you do, do. Yeah, I don't know if I should go. I don't know if I should go next. You know, I, I you know, I want to keep with the vibe and everything. For those who you know thought it was, right. you know, yeah, I, I mm. man, I I didn't think I was gonna. There was gonna be a lot of controversy tonight, but I guess there's gonna be some. Because you know what? I had a good time, and that's yeah. and that's isn't that why isn't that why we're here, is to have a good time. So to me, this was a really enjoyable episode uh, of of this show. And was it the best? I, I I mean, I would not put this above Luke Skywalker showing up out of nowhere in an X-Wing. And for me, that was just so singular a moment. It's such a the synthesis of the old and new Star Wars that I wouldn't put it ahead of that. But multiple times, <clears throat> I was saying stuff like, this is awesome, and I'm really having a fun time. Like the Mandalorians jumping out of that capital ship and rocket, pa- rocket packing around was awesome. That was awesome. The the Mandalorian formation fighting the rock with rock. That was cool. That would be like the coolest thing any of us had ever seen in our lives like 10 years ago. It, it, it's it's awesome. And you know, Holly pointed this out. My wife pointed this out. The the vanguard of that was all women. It was all uh all the ladies. And I didn't notice it, which I thought spoke to how that was done right. And it was subtle and it wasn't it wasn't ham fisted, it was just as how it was, right? Right. So I really enjoyed that a lot. It wasn't um, Avengers in-game-ish. That's right. There was no pose. Oh, wow. DP, is this you? I, 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 was just, I didn't say it was um, bad or anything like that. I'm just saying what he might have been comparing it to. So, Okay. okay. So to me, podcast. So it was obvious to her, but not me, right? So I, I like that a lot. Um, I really enjoyed all the Grogu stuff like him. I love, I love his little like marionette puppet walk <laughs> that they have him doing where it looks like his feet are just spinning around down there. Uh, you know, everything about this episode was great. The dark saber is broken. I guess they could probably fix it, but I don't know what the rules are there. And man, <laughs> this guy is just a, I mean, he's, he's Moff Gideon is just, he's a wannabe Darth Vader so hard. So hard, even his voice. Like when they switched to like make sure that you got that he was using the Vader setting on right. that on that helmet. <laughs> I mean, I loved it. I love and I loved it so much. It made him seem like such a poser and and so like uh, like a fanboy, like one of us, right? It seemed like one of us played that role, which I really thought was great. Uh, 
because you know, and, and of course, this is nothing to say uh, about Mr. Esposito's performance. That was a, the perfect portrayal of that guy being uh, a a triple B baby back bitch moth uh, moth. So for me, I really really like that character. The whole thing about that characterization uh, and wow, the return to Mandalore at the end was like emotional. Having mm-hmm. having Grogu be brought into one of you know into the clan is was an emotional climax, and it felt deserved. And yeah this did feel like a, a happy ending. It felt like what happens when everything goes right. Or like when you get the good ending in a video game right. and you end up, you know, uh, you end up riding off into the sunset uh, somewhat, which I really liked, you know, if they don't make a video game that starts from this exact point in the timeline, they're idiots. So I'm sure that there should be some sort of open world bounty hunting game coming out sooner or later from Disney. As soon as they get around to it, I uh, really enjoy the episode. Uh, a lot and yeah I think there's a lot to talk about team which I agree with you definitely DP hit us with the truth man because I know where this is headed which I'm, I'm happy I'm happy so, so I, I enjoyed um about 95 percent of the episode I enjoyed it. I thought it was a really I mean I echo everything that you guys were saying the the fight sequences were you know really good the um flight sequences were really great out and I was like hearkening back to um Chris Reeves Superman you know Superman the movie and everything um when you believe a man can fly and everything we've come a long way from special effects with you know with flying and everything so you you see like you know 80 stuff with men flying and you know your characters trying to fly and it just looks so ham-fisted and stuff you know come to this point we got special effects where we got a bunch of different Mandalorians in the air fighting the Imperial you know Imperial troopers and stuff that was just an awesome sequence. I mean, just a straight awesome sequence. Um, you know, like like Kim was saying, I mean, the 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 ship, you know, coming down, that was just an awesome thing to see. Um, Grogu, you know, of course, in in, in the um IG12 and stuff doing his no, 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 yes, yes, yes thing. I mean, that's always you know fun to see. We finally get to see um then you know our hero, you know, do his thing, you know, slicing and dicing everything. Well, I mean, we haven't really seen him do that, you know, much this season, if at all. Um, he was doing his thing. Um, and then comes the end. Um, it's, um, it felt kind of act anticlimactic to me, you know, and it may be my fault because I listened to like a lot of podcasts and, you know, um, um, you know, read stuff on, on, on online and stuff. Your podcasts rot your brain. What were we talking about before? Um, you know, before we got online here, head cannon, and it's not so much as you know, you're writing head cannon, you know, you're writing a, um, the script in your head, and then once you see it come out, it's, it sort of gets disappointed. But essentially, that's what head cannon is you write the um, you know, you write the episode or movie in your brain, and then when it doesn't come out to what you expect, you know, you get mad at it, which is not right. You know, that's just 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 not the way it's supposed to go. So I try to do my best to keep that separate. But for me, I think I was waiting for just something else for the season to mean something, you know, other than this happy ending with the um, cartoon, you know, uh, 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 oh, you know, the, 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 what was it? What did he do at the end? It circled down around to, you know, Grogu at the end. He picked up a frog with the force. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's the way you wanted it. Okay, you know, but at least give me like a um, a teaser or you know a post post scene or something. Nothing, you know, nothing, nothing to um tie some stuff back. Um, I felt that 
if they were going to introduce um, Moff Gideon's clones and stuff, they should have used that. Why would you? Why would you introduce those 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 um potential clones there? Write it up, Hitch. Immediately, they weren't. Right. They weren't. Check off Gideon's clones. Check off clones. Just like that, and, and I mean, he had all this stuff on Mandalore and stuff. I mean, I'm sitting up here thinking, okay, I know he must have like this. This guy has to be, um, you know, not that dumb. Just leave all his stuff there. You know, and not somewhere else where it could get just destroyed just like that. He cannot be that dumb. No, he's not. He's not. So, so the whole okay, um, yeah, definitely check off Gideon's clothes. (laughs) We better be coming down the line somewhere. Um, also the Mythosaur thing. You know, we we got like a little element of that. You know, at the end, but I was maybe I was expecting too much. You know, and that's that's what I said as far as like you know you you're kind of taking this the way I thought I take it. But that's why I said this is written very basic because they really could have went into a lot of these, right? See, they did the same. I felt like this was too safe, like you're saying. And 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 that's and that's safe. a thing. It's not a bad thing, but it was safe. It was safe, and I, and I think it, I think for those who are excited about this going back to basics, back to Den and Grogu going on to their adventures, it's fine for them. You know, for me. I mean, I'm honestly saying, you know, you you can hashtag, you know, hey DP, you know, all, all you want and everything. Hey, this, you know, I'm not that interested in um Den's, you know, exploits anymore. You know, um, Grogu, you could do something with that right there. But you know, they didn't have a lot, you know, for his character actually do throughout the whole season until the last couple episodes. In fact, <coughs> we said this in a couple episodes ago. You could have left Grogu out of this season. And brought him back at the um, last two episodes to make this sort of give give a little bit more emotional weight um, to, you know, um, then getting reunited with Grogu. But I feel a little bit cynical because I feel it's it's like a corporate mandate that, you know, you have to have Grogu in this show. (laughs) You can't just have Luke take him out, you know, and, you know, have him go train and then that's it. So we know a lot of toys. We need to sell a lot of toys. So <laughs> back in that well, first episode. They, my they, daughter's they, wearing they, something they, with Grogu on it. On it now because of right the, the the IG eleven thing at the end. Nah, they didn't have to do they that. I mean, no. Nah, I'm, I'm with DP, and I told you guys this. Like for his well, age. Just, well, before you get into that, just to cap it off, like I said, ninety five percent of the episode I like. I think at the end I left. It left me wanting more. Right. But no, I mean, and we'll just we'll dump into that point since you started it. Right. And I told you guys this, like, I feel that especially in the last episode when he's out of the suit, it shows you he's like capable of using the force. So he's some he's trained. So, like, he should be on this whole like infant and even that the the, uh, the armor kind of alludes to it. Like he's capable of defending himself and then kind of like did the whole dad like you can't run scared anymore like so we know that he's capable i just felt like he should have been shown off more as um whatever the species whether yoda and yaddle are like he's flipping in the air he's doing it and i was like at that point like oh my gosh here it comes you're gonna see something crazy and it's like they like kind of like do this whole we're selling toys. You gotta be a baby still. Like no, no but he was doing just, stuff. He was pushing the weapons away from the Praetorian guards. 
That's the did. Praetorian Guards is another story for another day. I'm oh, sorry. They were he's so not taken down three. Weak. Yeah. Like that doesn't <laughs> I believe he's weak. so powerful. Grogu's so powerful. He should be able to take down all those guys. I mean, think about how Yoda They're dealt with more sensitive though. Come on. Come on, Hitch. Think about a- how Yoda dealt with the the senatorial guard that the Palpatine had, right? Mm-hmm. Walks in, bang. Yeah. <laughs> down. So but they took down it took a prime Jedi to take him down and the you know greatest one of the greatest films of all time. I, I don't, don't want to get tied. This is not Dragon Ball Z talk, so I don't want to get tied up in power levels, right? Like, I, I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying. But where, where's where's Din Grogu at? Like, obviously they're like the strongest Ray. Obviously, he did better than us. He did better man, than man, a Mandalorian with no weapons to take down three Praetorian guards. I just find that like it's one of those damage things. I get it, right? But. I just like you know figured he'd take like you know he's like hurt. I mean he got blew up. He got he, they got done more uh, when they were pinned down in the saloon. Remember he was like almost dead. Like he's well, he was only level one back then. He's level like three the now. first line of Praetorian guards. You know like you know they're they're not at that point where they were in um the last Jedi when we when we last they, seen they weren't as evolved oh. right yeah they weren't as evolved. So this is like the first run of you know soldiers or whatever. Yeah, the right. Emperor's guard. That Palpatine had, they we never saw them do anything, did we? You mean the ones that Snoke had? No, I'm talking Palpatine. Return. Oh, no. Well, they were just well, but you remember this didn't happen because these Praetorian guards are all te- or old temple guards that weren't but, dark Jedi that switched over. But they uh, were were. I feel like I'm supposed to relate them to those guards that. And what did Luke do? He just went, and they both choked and fell over. I'm talking Return of the Jedi. The two yeah, yeah. Imper- the two em- em- <coughs> guards that were there. That's that's what I feel these these are evolved to. I mean, am I wrong? These would be imp- so the they're Praetorian guards. They're the, dressed in the red. Emperor, they're and royal now they're, guards. Yeah, they're imperial imperial guards, and now they're Praetorian. Guards, so even though the Praetorian Guard of, serves at the direct, you know, the direct command of the Empire of Peru. So I don't know, but they seem. I, I, think, cool. I think it's the yeah. same kind of thing. I mean, the same garb, the dress. They're they're given the um, uh, highest honor of being the guard of the the boss. You know, the one that's in charge. I mean, I see what you guys are saying because maybe these Praetorian guards aren't force sensitive until later. So maybe that's if that's what it is now, then it makes sense. It's it's I mean, we don't want to write a story that's not there. That's not because they they are force sensitive by by a Mandalorian. So I mean, (laughs) I I mean that's not headcanon. That's on that's on the tape. (laughs) And is that the guy that got the got the neck stab? This yeah, this one. And you know what? If you watch the end of these episodes, they always do the um, the artist renderings artwork. Yeah. Did uh, you yeah. notice the one where the Mandalorian was was flying a Tie Fighter? I mean, no. I thought that was interesting because they left that element out of the actual episode, and that's the first time I've ever seen any of these artist renderings being left out. Mm. But there was a Mandalorian. And it looked like Din. Flying a Tie Fighter, 
Maybe that's how they had access escaping at one point. They're like, yeah, just have him jump out the window. He's fine. Right. Maybe something, but it, but it was a, a storyline. It was like a, it was a little offshoot of this whole big battle that was going on that we kind of missed out on. You know, we didn't see that. And Maybe. I mean, come on, let's face it. This was, this was a great star Wars battle. This was a, it was, yeah. We saw the a rebellion. We saw a huge rebellion. We saw a people wanting to take back their property, and they did it in style. I mean, and if they, you know, they did it completely. They weren't evasive. They were in your face. I mean, they weren't trying. There was no espionage. They weren't. They didn't send spies in to pull some dumb little data disc out. They took it. I mean, they just I, took it back. I just sort of wish that uh, with Moff Gideon, remember when we first got introduced to him, you know, back in season one, it was like, wow, this dude is such a badass. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you need to be scared of this guy. You know, it's just like, what is he going to do? You know, he just has like, you know, so many layers to him that we didn't know about. And then here, while he looked great, you know, it, for the two episodes that he was there, I mean, it just seems like he was more of a cartoon villain, you know, to mm-hmm. me. And that I told he, you, yeah, they, they, I just expected more. He, yeah, yeah, it, it could have it, it been developed. And these are the problems with these eight-episode seasons. You just can't really do enough based on the, the story that you try to pack into it. But I would have – you get the hero's story and everything, the hero's arc, but you really don't get a whole lot from the villains but just the fact that, okay, they, they have like a cabal – you know, getting together, talking about different stuff. And then um, the villain, you know, announces what he's going to do. But we don't get any type of motivations or reasons as mm-hmm. to why. But and then they throw Thrawn's name, you know, out there and stuff. So, right. Yeah. So do you feel like the, the villain was kind of like taken down a couple of notches before they even had a chance to assert themselves? I, I feel that Moff Gideon was presented um, in season one as like this formidable force. And I didn't feel that way in these last two episodes. Like he was a clown. Yeah, he was. He went down very easily, I will say. And then, I mean, this this was my gripe. Remember, I said this DP with episode six when they did the Lizzo episode. I was like, you know, it's cool if they pay it off, right? But you just wasted forty minutes. If we could have done, we could have been here. We could have developed. We could have saw about the clones. We could have been the Mandalore a little sooner. I just felt like that episode, if it was half, and then we got here, and then had maybe twenty more minutes. I just, I just felt like, like you're saying, is had eight episodes that, you know, they there wasn't enough time, and then they had a filler episode that really just made these last this two part finale like that compressed. There was not enough time. I feel like, from a story perspective, they needed to only have gone to Mandalore once. It's the fact that they went two times this season that really is an issue, and I, and I think you could have compressed some of that, yeah. you know, just consolidated some of that story so that. You know, Din and Bo-Katan, they were the only ones that went down first, and then blah, 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 all that crap happens at first. And I think you're right where you want to be. And and some of our problems with this, I think, stem from the fact that, you know, Grogu's Jedi time happened primarily during the Boba Fett series. And, and so it's hard to really talk about this season without that whole subplot because it feels like in reality, we got a 10 episode or t- maybe a 12 episode Mandalorian season three right. spread over this and Book of Boba Fett. 
Yeah. Um, Good point. So by the time this season starts, you know, we've already experienced the whole, all right, Grogu, get out of here, kid. And then he shows up anyway, right? So we already got that when it would have been Grogu shows up for the last couple episodes of this, right? Like you were saying, I think Timich, you said that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he that, has a little, he's a little more formidable. Yeah. In a dramatic return. Yeah, right? just... Because they could have set that up, and you're perfectly right what you're saying, right? So if they started it out, that Din went to Mandalore by himself, got in trouble, had to send a beacon out, to then they, everybody came there, and this plot developed at the end that he's like injured or whatever, then it makes more sense because then Grogu comes to save, Bo-Katan comes, and the rest of the Mandalorians are now like united. And, and everybody, what, and what inspires Grogu right now? His his dad. Exactly. Like, so if they played it out that him saving his dad, and that's the whole story of Star Wars, that made it would all make sense. No, that's that that and that's the return. And that Gideon was luring Grogu there. Like that. Yeah. That's one thing about. So if I was to nitpick this, they didn't make it seem like Gideon's plan the whole time was to have Grogu show up, and then he hasn't. And if they yeah, would have just the motivations, he could have just said it was as simple as him saying, "I see you falling into my trap for no reason." If they, he just would have said that. Like you just if you if I accepted just, that yes the dick yeah. just put some subtitles in there <laughs> dick dastardly one don't lie you fall into my trap no you fall into my trap I I get that that's tropey but they went you know we're all spoiled by by the likes of Rick and Morty and and other sorts of sci-fi that's very cynical that has come out in the last twenty years and we got essentially like if, if you were designing what's the great what's like what would you want to see like in an ending you pretty much would pick this and you wouldn't think at the end of this. See your season. What's next for these characters? For the most part, you know what they're all going to be doing for a while. I mean, a while, maybe twenty years. I mean, seriously, when you think about it, like Grogu's not going to age very, very quickly. So he's going to take a long time to bring along. Din's going to be running around doing bounties and hunting down Imperials. Yeah, for Carson. Everybody else is going to be rebuilding Mandalore. You know, Cara uh, Dune has gone back to her home planet. I assume, uh, and. Because her people needed her, uh, and I thought it was hilarious how how Disney flexed and were like, "We'll just replace the role you would have obviously had. It's a robots now." Like so, they were like, "We saved all that money, <laughs> not having to pay anybody to be the sheriff." At right. the end, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't think that that's going to come into play in the next season at all. Do you? No, no I don't. What the IG Eleven Marshall thing? No, that's no, 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 no. That's that. We're done with Navarro. We're done. Like that, that story has been tied up in a bow. It's finished. We're not going back there at all. In but GTA, no, we'll, yeah, we'll that's like back. where you go ben back. Now. That's where your house, house is. There now, that's right? Trevor's house, right? That's Trevor's house. Yeah, that's Trevor's house. Yeah. And, you know, they'll bring Carl Weathers back in every now and again, but I don't think there's any reason to go back there. We're on to now connecting this middle story with the post trilogy that's that's where we're yeah well i mean i mean now that we got the announcements that are coming out with this movie and everything there's still some things to be done um yeah. so they're going to continue with you know den and grogu are going to continue their own their adventure to week stuff which is fine and i'm sure he's going to run into some stuff uh -huh. where he's going to end up having to team up with ahsoka and you know skeleton crew or something down the line that he's going to run into you know and I guess I'm fine with that, you know, since I know what's coming, you know, and I, you know, I, I love a story that builds. So um, if you're going to end it this way, if I know 
um things it's are coming down negative. the line. Yeah. I, yeah, I can I can I can accept this is where you're gonna go, you know. So I, I just know it makes people happy that they're going back to the 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 adventures of the week of Den and Grogu. Does it though? Invested in. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, so an early timeline indication is this will be the last series before the movie. So um, Favreau is actually writing it. He's almost finished writing it. I believe this goes to production and it's going to be out in the next 15 to 18 months. The movie slated in 2026. So based on 15, 18 months of production, Ahsoka and all the stuff they have to tie this in, this will be slated as a next uh, 2025 Christmas release is when we'll see Mandalorian season four leading into that movie in May. Christmas? Ooh. Christmas. They're saying that fourth quarter, 25. Because it's, it's, it's 12 to 15 months after the shoot. So they said they wanted now. to try to fit two seasons of Ahsoka um, before the movie. Correct. So there'll be two Ahsokas before we get another Mandalorian. Think, think about so it. Though. We Why already have to see Thrawn. We'll see Thrawn like in <laughs> by what it by August. Yeah, she'll we'll be in, she'll be in Ahsoka for sure. Yeah. Like he's been cast and it's confirmed, yeah. like his we'll face is on the extended trailer or something. So and he's the next real imperial leader. I mean he's the big bad, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, these other guys that they have, like Moff Gideon, uh Kylo Ren, pff, losers. Pretenders, pretenders, phonies. Yeah, yeah. And, and if you want to make a pretenders, make them more not not cartoon pretenders and everything, but <clears> just get them give give them a little bit more meat. Not just okay, I'll you know announce my evil plan and everything. Ha ha ha! You sound just like him. <laughs> that was really good. Think about it though. He had he had a power suit that was made not from just standard Beskar, but Beskar alloy. So his suit right. was already stronger than Beskar. He had mechanical elements. He literally had a machine like his hands were robots, right? He broke the dark saber. But, not from but his he had hands. no force. He had no. He had so, no. Okay, so if if you get over it. So if we're going down there, then how does Dan just walk him? How does he like? Come on, man. That's where that's where I don't want to go down that rabbit hole because Din Din makes this doesn't make sense. Because how do you? Because he can fight. Din can fight. Din can fight. I can. I've never seen Moff Gideon. Oh, you know, go down like like Din does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Moff Gideon because he has that you know armor, Darth. You know, want to be Darth Vader armor and everything that looks really cool. Um, Yeah. That uh, it doesn't mean that he can fight like Den. And know? he shouldn't be able to take no damage. To be able to fight, you have to have something taken away from you that you have to fight for. And Din had that. Gideon did. I don't know. Gideon. Gideon was capable in that last fight. Remember when they were fighting over the dark saber? A week. That's what I'm saying. They like kind of like made him like. I don't know. Mecha last time Gideon. I seen him, yeah, right, yeah, like a Mecha Godzilla, like. They, that would have been a better ploy if he got injured and they did the whole Anakin like he was beat up or whatever, so he needed the mechanical suit. That might have made a little more sense. We could have did a regen kind of Vader. I, I liked him getting engulfed in a fireball. That was great. And oh, do you think he's dead? In Grogu? Hell no. You think he's dead with a Beskar alloy suit? Oh, he's that whole situation was a, was a fridge in the Nevada desert where everybody could, could jump into in case they get nuked. So yeah. I, I wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me, but they dropped a whole building building on him. And Hey, you know, it would be nice to see it being really hard to pilot that ship since everyone makes a big deal out of Anakin being able to land that ship in the clone wars. Uh, they seem to have hit the target yet again. 
which is they hit him with a whole building. And yeah, it would not shock me if he's not dead or there's a clone somewhere. I mean, if you're making clones, like if I was storing my clones, right? There's no you, way I put them all in one you, place. You, you never, 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 yeah. never, 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 never. I, I would hide them like horcruxes yes. all over the place. There'd be one yeah. under your bed. <laughs> the, the number one hiding place. No one will ever look there. Yeah, no one will ever look under the bed because there's never anything under the bed. My my daughter always says, "There's a monster under my bed." I go look. There's nothing there. <laughs> there's nothing. There's oh, nothing then, so there. now we have so now we have our live action Star Killer because that's all that was was a just straight out to the EU. That was a hundred percent Star Killer. So you know, will we have our Star Killer? Because that takes us to levels. If we do have like. A force sensitive Gideon that they can't control. I mean, and then again, it takes you on a rabbit hole. How attuned is the force with him? How does it take? If it takes, you know, because he only has a, a portion of Grogu's blood, right? So that was another thing. If they needed more, because I thought the cloning program needed more of Grogu, like you're saying, I guess we just forgot about that. I, I yeah, I, I thought they were going to tie Grogu with this whole thing a whole yeah. lot more. With Dr. Perkin. Like and, I thought they were going to bring that back. Yeah, I I didn't feel that they did enough with 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 all that, you know. And I think the whole Mandalore plot just just probably sort of bogged that down and stuff. Um, what do we do? What about Coruscant? Like, what happens to those guys? Like, are they like are they like loose now? Do they? I guess that girl's just going to sit on that with that mech and just keep calling his cell phone, right? And he knows no answer. Like she's going to keep calling for Gideon, and he's like not picking up. In his alley, the ISB. Yeah, the ISB. They're, that doesn't yeah. make sense. The ISB's coming. They're 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 coming for you. The NR the NRB. Right, the new Republic. The NRB. NRSB. So that was that's a whole thing. They introduced that character. The uh, what, what what's her name? Gr eight. The agent Gr eight. They introduced that whole character with this really interesting like subplot. And it's gone. Like there's nothing to do with it now because her only connection was Moff Gideon. And as far as I'm concerned, Gideon's gone. Imagine having to lean in like you hate the New Republic, but now now that Gideon is gone, like you have to like actually commit to the to, to the reintroduction program. You'll have to be like, ah. You have to actually start doing it for real. No, no. What'll be really interesting is that now that Din is working for like the New Republic, if we get a little bit more politics um, involved with with the New Republic and you know how he interacts with them and how he gets his his work done without them knowing certain things, because I, I guess he's only getting he's only requesting certain you know bounty sure, jobs. Yeah. You know? Um, but <clears throat> so he, but, but he's on the side of the new Republic. So I'm imagining that we're going to get a lot more story about the new Republic based on, you know, the fact that they want to do the whole movie thing with the new Republic and stuff. So we're going to get a lot of that, you know, in, in the next season and in five years. So, so they could slowly rewrite the post trilogy from here. Couldn't they? No, no. Yeah, they could. Well, they could. They could. They could. They could absolutely rewrite it from here. Well, yeah. I mean, in theory, yeah, yeah. They should, but you know, they I mean, they kind of had because, like, if we think about what we think, I mean, as of episode nine, Ahsoka's dead because we heard her voice. So, does she in ten? I mean, we thought Mandalore was gone. Mandalore's back. So they kind of are slowly rewriting things, Re rewriting it, and 
they know how weak the storyline was. We talk about it. And when you have a weak story. Hey, Hitch, Hitch, I'm hearing a lot of wheeze here. I swear if we go back, like, you know, there weren't a lot of wheeze. We could roll the tape on this. We could roll some tape, I'm sure, if we decided to. About these whole sequel trilogies, I believe there were not a lot of wheeze. But I like it, Ken. Keep going. (laughs) Keep going. I like this. I'm just I like saying, this. right now. I liked episode eight. I'm not gonna lie. I liked I, I liked episode eight on seeing it. I thought they didn't pay off. They, I thought there were too many Chekhov's guns unfired on episode <laughs> eight and episode nine. Like they just left too much stuff on the table. And to me, it was like you just that made it that made it a pointless boondoggle where they right. well they wasted they shoved everything into like twelve hours of real time for no. All right, I'm done. I'm, I didn't want this to turn into into that. No. It's happened before. No. <laughs> Let's start talking let's, about Star Wars. Let's, let's stick with this episode eight. Right, that, that'll be yeah. That'll be our uh, that'll be our finale when we're trying to tie this all together here. Our part two. So yeah, we'll, we'll save that. We'll save that. We'll save that for next week. But um, you know, no. Back to the point. I mean, you guys are right. It, it's it, and I felt that they did pay off things. So like the the whole dark saber thing. And I know Ken, you love it, right? We paid off the dark saber perfectly because. The Darksaber ending up being the thing that drove Mandalorians apart. And now it's gone. They're not going to bring it back. They don't want the Jedi weapon. They're going to keep it back to guns and stuff. Because think about it. That was the weapon that destroyed Mandalorians. Was it's Death Watch? Because it was it, essentially the blade was for a Mandalorian Jedi that somehow pre-visited the guy, right? A trinket. A trinket. Correct. So the the fact that it div- it divided the mandalorians and now it's off the board and even death watch they said it being you know or ch- children of the watch so to speak um he foreshadowed it in that episode where he says we don't care about this sword like you think like it's just yes. a sword yeah so it, this whole like feeling about you need this sword to lead us it doesn't matter so once they did that they, they, it was paid off it's no longer a but okay, do do you do you feel that um they paid it off like that? So I totally agree. They didn't really need to sort. But do you feel that because this is a dark saber, we with this legendary dark saber that Moff Gideon disabling of it as easy as he did was like did that did that pay off? I mean, did that feel like it was like okay, uh, it, it paid off, yeah. off his, he, he broke the handle. Yeah, that he broke off the her, handle, yeah. and that and that was it. It paid off for Bo-Katan because it was that weight off her back. Because yeah. remember, she's I, now the lady, lady. Priest, I, I, I understand so. that. I'm talking about the actual physical dark saber itself. You know, I, I'm I'm thinking it's like okay, impenetrable. You know, it no, can't really just, be it's, easily it's just, destroyed. It, it wasn't know. made of Beskar. It was just like a like a lightsaber hilt. Because remember, it was made from a man. It was a Mandalorian Jedi's weapon, so it was just like, like a one. standard hilt. Yeah, it was a standard hilt. That, okay had a unique kyber crystal that was able to give off that different radiation, the radiant. I mean, they could it fix it. it. I mean, it they meant. just got to put a new thing for the kyber crystal. Right. Like, a new battery pack and a new hill. It should be. I mean, because the crystal is what is the right. soul. Yeah, the blade, right? And yeah. it was sort of funny to me that, that he wanted that, that Bob Gideon wanted the dark saber and then he just, you know, destroyed it. Destroyed you know? it. So yeah. he's just been nagging Mandalore all season. What, what did Bo say at the end? Mandalorians are stronger together. It has nothing to do with that weapon. That's stupid. That weapon means nothing. That weapon destroyed her people because remember, it just all started when she gave it to him yep. on yep. The, the purge. And that's what that that was the payoff. She gave it to him on a purge. He destroyed it after it. So it, it paid the whole story off. So I get it. it 
became full circle. Yeah, and and it means nothing, right? Yeah. We we all know that it means nothing. What means something is family. What means a people getting together and putting down their differences and I mean, rising up against evil. When you bring it to that point, I would it would have been emotionally cathartic, you know, catharsis. Yeah. If these people took off their helmets at the end, you know, if they're in all that room, you <laughs> took off their helmets, and then all of a sudden it was just, you know, to I, all I, one, you know, type I of thing. I totally wanted them to do that. I really wanted that, them that, to do that. That would have been just a great thing to actually see. I mean, you're paying like the, all the both of the groups getting together if everyone took off their helmets. Or maybe if everyone put on their helmets, but that wouldn't have been as like, you know. Like, listen, we know what church is. Like, just do it once a week. You go take your bath and the the waters, which are now right here, right? You throw on your helmet, do your whole whatever church is, I guess, just shooting guns at a lake, which is church for some people. Great. I'm not here to judge. And then move on with your life. I I, I feel like that could really work. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe you only put your helmet on when you have to fight. Right. Or a special does that make sense? Yeah, uh, or, or for a like for going over to Grandma Mandalorian's for Life Day, I think <laughs> life would day. wear yeah. or Death or Day. Like, I don't know. They would. I don't know what would they could. But they have a Life Day on Mandalorian. We don't care about life. It was Warrior Day, <laughs> Fight Day, Kill Day, Fight Day, yeah. Kill Day, Struggle Day, Wrestling Day. Yeah. The cool thing is, is though, like you're talking about. So with us going into a season four, the time jump, I guess. Um, uh, Vizsla's son will now take on his mantle of having the machine gun, so he'll probably be a lot. Yeah, he'll be an adult, I'm guessing. But I, I'm glad that they didn't go the spy route and we didn't have to, like, you know, yeah. pull up that the armorer is Rook and, right. you know, she, or like, you know, I thought it wasn't going to end up being um, him, him driving the uh, light cruiser. I was like, bro, it's going to flip on him. Like, he was a spy. So I'm kind of glad they kind of just stayed off of that and kept the people united. But ultimately, I mean, I guess it's cool that they didn't take their helmet off. Some of them, right? Because it's one of those things, even if you're united, there are religions within religions. So, you know, it's one of those things. Sense. Some that people, yeah, you know, just kind of like Muslims, right? Some some right. like to wear a hijab, some don't. So, so, so it's what, one of those things that I can understand. What's the significance that Din Grogu saw the mythosaur. Din Dent and Grogu is able to control animals. So if anything happens in the future, the one that will ride the mythosaur will be Grogu because he connected with it through the forest. And how cool will that be? It'll be cool. I mean, to some people, me, I don't know how I feel yet because I still want him to be a Jedi. So I'm kind of like flipped. Why? He, has, he, he, he can spend a lifetime on each and he's right. got to spare. And again, yeah, he has, you know, unlimited. It only takes 40 years to be, I mean, it, let's assume being a Jedi master is like being a, um, you know, like a professor, a professor of English literature, right? And the more, <laughs> you read, the more powerful you get or some whatever wacko stuff they do. Yeah. Uh, 40 years is all it takes. He's gonna live to be like nine hundred. He's got plenty of time. We can yeah. do both. I mean, he, he he literally can have his cake and eat it too. Right. But yeah, to be a Mandalorian apprentice and a Jedi master that that would be cool to be. I and mean, then, think about it. He would be the next Mandalorian Jedi, right? He can. And how be. about and, and how about um, Din's whole um, <laughs> okay, um, the, the whole sequence at the end where Din um ended up adopting. You know, um, 
you know, Grogu and all that. Okay. Um, first of all, we've always saw him as the dad to, you know, Grogu and everything. So for this, this, so why, why do we have to do that? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I thought, I mean, is it that easy on Mandalore, you know, that you could just say, okay, well, the armor says, paperwork. Did you know, no, paper, no, just the, the armor, the, says. armor says that, you know, Den's parents aren't really here, so you're not technically, you know, his dad. Well, hmm, hmm, hmm. I'm gonna adopt him. How about that, Armor? This is the way. It was quick. That's scripted in the in the universe. I think that's how they always do that. Right. That's just how, like, because you can't. A foundling is the you know the responsibility of all of them. Once you become an apprentice, you become the responsibility of your your master. Uh, yeah, parent or whatever yeah, we want to yeah. call it and so that that ceremony sounded to me like what she always says well his parents are are nowhere around here how could we you know how could they possibly say anything and then the other person's supposed to respond i'll be their parent it's all set up but it's a, it's a, oh, it's a okay okay it's a bit, long-term so bit so she's basically putting out a rhetorical question that uh, that that he already knows what the answer should be yeah. just like how she did in the one episode with um with Bo-Katan or whatever, she posed the, um, what did she say? Uh, she said something and um, it was about, I, I, I can't, I can't. I can't. Is it about when she saw the mythosaur and she was questioning her about it? Yeah. She yep. Yeah. Yep. And she just easily agreed with, okay, well, yeah, okay, I believe you now. You know, um, you saw the mythosaur, then, you know, this is the way and everything. Um I mean, the uh, the man. I mean, uh, armor is e you know easily a minimal, you know, to uh, what other people say, you know, as far as that. So yeah. if that's if if what his his says is scripted into like their their ways, their ways, then it, I guess it is the way and stuff. Uh, I I just I guess I wish it, it was a little bit more clarity into like their um in their ways mm. <laughs> and how they go about that. It just, it just maybe, felt maybe like they a don't wedding. have a conscience. It felt like a what? Like a wedding. Like, you know what I mean? Like if, yeah, if like yeah, if I if like if you were like if I started officiating a wedding right now with nothing in front of me, you would get it. Like you would be able to figure out what I was doing pretty quick because you would recognize it, right? Because the culture, it's it's in the culture, it's embedded everywhere. That's that's what I mean. Is it scripted like that? Like you're supposed to go up and say, Hey, I want to make him my apprentice. Well, his parents aren't here. Well, I'm actually adopting him too. Like that, that's but, that's but okay, I mean. so so you go about it like that. So early in the season, I feel that you could set that up a lot better. So when we see it now, it's more of a payoff. Okay, the other, you know, you got two other, you know, Mandalorians doing it like episode one or whatever, you know. Yeah. Now he's doing it, you know, with Grogu. So mm. more of like a, a, a payoff. So And there was the opportunity yeah. to do that too, right, at the, right in that episode. And they didn't, which makes me think that I'm wrong and that you've beaten well, me. And that makes well, me very yeah. angry. The, you know, but the, you know the ultimate payoff was right. It was just a. It was basically a regen of Din's story. That's how they got mm -hmm. Din. This is how Din got Grogu. He was, uh, you know, lost. Right. He was. He was stolen. So just how they found, you know, Din. It was like you know a child lost in war that they've adopted. He's done the same thing through Grogu. He found him on a mission and he adopted him the same way. So it was kind of like foreshadowing, bringing like especially when they tie him into Din's name now. It kind of makes that full circle as far as how, because his name wasn't Din Djarin, obviously, it was something else, but he adopted that name. So now that 
Din has adopted him. He adopts the the Din part, so it, it kind of makes Din's story more full circle, I guess, so to speak, and ties how he became a Mandalorian once you know a foundling to a Mandalorian. Okay, Jaren is his name. Din is sort of like the surname, you know, right, yeah. Yeah, like Chinese. And, right. and why is that not his thing? How do we know that's not his name? We because un, unfortunately we didn't get the proper backstory. We just got flashbacks. Oh, we, yet I just just, yet. just eat it up. It's fine. That's, <laughs> that's his name. Okay. Okay. All right. Ken Ken said, "Leave it be. Leave it All be." Right. <laughs> Stop reading so much into everything. Come Stop on, man. Sometimes yeah, you just that's gotta the, that's, say, that's that's what we're you know, what we're here for. Sometimes an egg. We just this have what to we're like, here for, man. We're here for that, though. With some of us, got to be like, uh, some of us got to be the devil's advocate, right? Somebody has to be. It's yeah. a great name, and it looks good on a on a card, you know, with an action we figure. Come on, yeah, hey. Grogu. <laughs> Yeah, sure. I'll buy it. Put it it on some pants, put it on a shirt, put it on something for a toddler. I'll own it in minutes. Just give it to me. Absolutely. Shove it in my face. I'm the same way. It doesn't have to be like empirical. It doesn't have to be scientifically proven. That's his name. So, Ken, here's the thing I like about, you know, what you just said there. I mean, you too, Hitch. It doesn't have to be and or. It doesn't have to be you know, it doesn't have to to measure up to, I guess, our expectation of the story has to tie up neatly and, you know, do all the things that we expect stories to do. You know, especially if some of us, I I, th- I feel like that me and Hitch, I, I mean, me and um, T. Mitch are more on, um, you know, on like the 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 the, the information, back end information and everything. Right. Yeah, and yeah. then, you know, we get sometimes we get some of our. Yeah, you know what it is? It's the it's the headcanon, it's the Marvel thing. It's the Marvel tie-in is what it is, right? I, I totally understand that. Nothing's gonna be like episode four, five, six. You cannot tear apart those three stories ever. They are interconnected. Everything is laid out for you. You everything else everything else is a bubble. Is that for debate? Is that for debate? I don't know. I don't know about that, Ken, but I get your you, point. You tell me you could find holes in four, five, six. I mean, those were. Beautiful. I'm pretty sure if we go back and watch the tape, we talk about those Ewoks, man. Those Ewoks. We, we were, haven't reviewed the Ewok used, movie there, Ken. Logs, logs, to beat a military force that has to be at least as capable as a platoon of United States Marines. You have to believe that. I mean, they're much more technologically able, and they beat them with logs. Logs, not sp- not even it, like some of them were pretty big, but not you know all why? of them. Do you know why? Do you know why? Because the empire never thought of it. Just put it on there. They never thought that an ATAT could be taken down by ten tree logs. You wouldn't think that. You wouldn't think it. DP, I know what you're what you're thinking, and I'm thinking right. If we were going this Grogu story. You could have just said it was Yod- Yoda and Yaddle's son, and then we could have he could have been like a lost, he's lost, right? We could have just did that and call it a day, and everybody would have been okay. We changed the name, just the, I mean, we, I mean, that's what so it is, right? In your, in your story, T Mitch, the, the entire reason that the Sith won is because Yoda had sex. Is that and had a baby Grogu? Did I not tell you guys that Yoda destroyed the 
the Jedi. I've said this the whole time. Yoda destroyed the Jedi Council. If you try is, to pull that, they'll be like, ah, they reproduce asexually. They Yoda laid an egg like 300 years ago. He's fine. You can, they can, everybody can be mad at me all they believe, but Yoda was a downfall of the Jedi Council. His, <laughs> he was so stubbornly blind to being the, the military force of the Republic that clouded his judgment more than other Jedi. It's one of those things, right? When the Supreme Leader has all the power, you can't say nothing to him. Other Jedi, Wagon mentioned to him. Yeah, yeah he admitted it, he made it at the end, too late. Well, so yeah, he was he was a downfall of the Jedi. He was in charge of the Jedi Order for, like, it would be like if like we, like we heard the story about how Yoda came to power alongside like Abe Lincoln or you know what I mean? Right. Like King George the Third and Yoda were were like grew up together and were buddies. You know what I mean? Like he they he's been around for grade. so long. They were they went to third grade together. All you want to talk about is the last five years. Right. The Yoda was in charge of the Jedi Council and act like that defines his legacy. But he was in charge for a long time and they had a lot of successful times under Yoda. They did. They did. We need a, yeah. we need a crash sound here. We need. You have one. On board. Okay. What do we What do we need a crash sound for? For nothing. nothing. Nothing Come on, crashed. just do it. Just it'll be funny. The only thing crashing is your review of seven, eight, nine right now because I feel like <laughs> there. There we go. That's it. Yeah. Oh man. But no, guys. I mean, you know, it, we'll, we'll wrap up this week, and um, and as we said, we'll come back next week, and we'll do basically like I mean, we kind of did a little bit. You know, we started today, but we'll do our overall season review. Um, and it'll be just like this, just open discussion about what we thought. Um, I'm sure we'll tie into the original sequel. It, it'll be, you know, it's just a general review of this, um, what our thoughts are moving forward. We'll obviously discuss celebrations and it kind of just, uh, as we say, it's just, you know, carbonite is just BS, right? BS about Star Wars. It's so all BS. It is. This there will be our be part some, two. There might be some shorts or something on the 26th we might have a little bit yeah there might have, be a few tells, drops is it tells that there's those jedi stories coming out the uh the yeah. children's yeah the children's series Young comes jedi. Out. yeah so we'll have stuff but i mean the big one will be we'll do that review but yeah i mean it's just i, I don't know i'm happy i think our overall arching thing is we're happy yeah i i enjoyed i enjoyed the season as a whole season i mean as some people may have been down on it but as a whole season i enjoyed this season of mandalore i think i want to say last season i mean when when the, the end off with luke was great you know but i think i, I really like this season i really like this right. season. yeah i think this season was so far the best for sure it was overall it was the best yep. but yeah guys we'll continue this talk next week and that we as we always say we appreciate everybody tuning in um hopefully maybe we'll get some polls going on the facebook group um, get some interaction from you guys. But um, until next week, we continue this talk. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way.